0: Good morning, it is Whole30 day 18, and it it's June 1st, which is crazy that <clears throat> that it's June. Um, I had a really crazy dream last night. So I've been having these recurring stress dreams, and they're always a little bit different, but the premise of the dream every time is that I am trying to catch a flight, and I know I have a flight, but I don't know what time the flight is, and I can't find the information for what time my flight is. So I'm just trying to get to the airport to like find out some more information. And I keep getting distracted and losing track of time and then missing my flight. And, um, in last night's version of the dream, the thing that was keeping me from the airport was I was in this candy store and it was like in a mall and I was running through the candy store, just like eating handfuls of sour gummy worms. And I was like, what am I doing? I ruined my whole 30. And it was just, I, I always have like really, really bizarre, vivid dreams, but the whole 30 dreams are a real thing and they are very bizarre. Um, I, they say that, that the whole 30 dreams can sometimes rival pregnancy dreams, which I didn't, I don't really remember if I had crazy pregnancy dreams, but I just literally always have weird dreams, but I definitely don't usually like stress dream about eating sugar. Um, hi monkey. Miles is very chatty. Uh, we've gotten a few questions that I wanted to talk about because I think that they are making really a really good and And um, one in particular, somebody wrote us an email and asked, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. you know, that like Joy and I are saying that this, yeah. what's going on monkey? What's wrong? Did you drop your book? Yeah. Yeah. Something's going on back there. It's hard to say. Tell their life, it's tough. Um... Somebody wrote us and, and asked, you know, said like, hey, you and you enjoy are saying this is really easy, but you know, to be fair, you guys already were eating pretty healthy beforehand. Um, you know, what would you suggest for somebody who really has never eaten like this before at all and is just kind of eating like the standard American diet, um, you know, maybe that like low fat, high sugar type of diet that um, you know, we all kind of started out with, I guess. Um, and I think it, it the answer to what you know, what I would recommend for that type of person kind of varies based on the type of person that you are. For me, when I very first started CrossFit, I went dove headfirst into paleo, and we signed up for like a 30 day paleo challenge right off the bat within the first like month or two of, of starting CrossFit and just went cold turkey directly into no grains, no gluten, no dairy, no soy, you know, very little sugar. And that really worked for us. But I think the reason that it worked was because, first of all, I was very ready for a change. And so, you know, kind of like the, the climate in my life was right. Second of all, we were doing it as like a group challenge with our gym. And so it felt more supported. Um, so I would say, you know, if you have a group of friends or your gym or just like a couple of friends who would do something like a Whole30 with you, I think that a Whole30 you know, would be a good place to start if you have a support group. But I think that diving into a whole 30 headfirst by yourself, if you don't have any sort of um, background in eating this way would be really tough and probably would be a lot more stress than it would be worth because you would kind of, I think end up feeling pretty isolated. The other thing that is tough about that is that, you know, you really have to rethink it. Like when you're on a whole 30 and when you're eating paleo, just in general, it really changes your social life. Um, You can't really go out to eat as easily. Um, You definitely aren't drinking. And so, you know, meeting up with friends after work or on the weekends becomes you just have to get more creative and it's obviously doable. You know, you can meet friends for coffee instead of drinks, or you can, um, you know, eat before you go out somewhere and then just order like a, a burger with no bun or whatever. Like there's, you know, there's going to be an option for you pretty much anywhere you go. It's just a lot more work, frankly, and you have to kind of do some work ahead of time and you can't be quite as spontaneous and you can't, um, it's harder to like go over to people's houses for meals. So, in that sense, you know, you kind of have to be ready for more of like a lifestyle change. Um, which is easier if you have friends you're doing with, because it's like, okay, you know, if you're a core group of girlfriends or whatever, you guys are going to go out and instead of going out to the bars, you're going to go out to get coffee or get kombucha, or you're going to go to a bar, but you're all going to sit there and drink soda water together. And you know, um, so having that support system is huge. If it's just you by yourself, I mean, I think you definitely, could do a whole 30 with a lot of prep work and a lot of just, you know, you would have to really go into it completely head first and really commit, um, and do a lot of research and a lot of meal prep to really, really set yourself up for, um, you know, I would say that the goal, if you were doing it by yourself would be to never have a situation where you don't know what food you're going to eat because I think without support, um, around you, being in those situations is, it's challenging in and of itself when you, even when you have support, but without support, um, it would be, you know, just really, really tough. And I think that even if you got through it, I'm not saying that like that's impossible, but even if you got through it, I think it would be such a stressful experience that it would kind of negate a lot of the gains or a lot of the things that you might learn from your diet because you would just be so stressed out about it the whole time. Um, outside of doing a whole 30, I think that, there are a lot of things you can do to kind of ease into it. And this is how I recommend people start the zone diet. Um, you know, I think that a one really good way to do it is just to start start looking at like meal by meal. Like for example, breakfast is pretty easy to eat, um, you know, paleo or Whole30. It's just eggs and sugar-free, nitrate-free bacon or You know, just scrambled eggs with veggies in them. Um, which, you know, might sound like a big change if you're used to eating yogurt and granola, but, um, and, and, also might sound like a big change if you've been told that eggs have too much cholesterol and you shouldn't be eating them. Um, I think that if you are worried about eggs because of cholesterol, you need to, do, it would be helpful for you to do some research because dietary cholesterol has been shown, re, you know, time and time again to have a significantly less of a bearing on your, um, blood cholesterol levels than previously was thought, but nonetheless, you know, breakfast pretty straightforward eggs with veggies or eggs and bacon. Um, you know, so maybe I would say like just start with that start, you know, by changing from yogurt and granola over to eggs and bacon and then once or eggs and veggies or whatever, um, or even just like veggies. Um, you know, you can like breakfast salad is totally a thing and it's delicious. You can make like a Caesar salad with like a fried egg on top. Um, and some, yeah, just really good. Um, and then, you know, then start maybe thinking about lunch. So now instead of a sandwich, you're going to have, um, you know, chicken breasts with some veggies or you're going to have um, a burger with no bun or you're going to um, have stir fry or like go to Tokyo Joe's or something and get, um, you know, chicken and veggies with no sauce and no rice and just add your own soy sauce, um, which soy technically isn't paleo, but it's if you're going to. Choose between soy sauce and, like, some really sugary teriyaki sauce. I think soy sauce is absolutely the the better choice. And then, you know, once you kind of feel comfortable about that, then tackle dinner, which tends to be the hardest one. Um, and, you know, start thinking about rethinking the way that you structure your dinners. And then you can use your leftover dinners for lunch the next day, which is also really great. And then... um. You know, once you that probably will take that process will take anywhere from probably two to four weeks, depending on kind of how long it takes you to get in the groove. Um, and then once you kind of ramp up to that, then you can start thinking about the choices you make outside of your house. Um, and that I find is just like a much more palatable way to do it. And yeah, it's still, you know, get some big changes in right off the bat. I mean, the first thing you do is change probably close to a third of the food that you eat in terms of breakfast. Um, And if you are currently not eating breakfast, I would say definitely try to start incorporating like a really protein filled, you know, fatty, somewhat fatty breakfast into your day. Um, It's just really helpful, I find, to start my day off, even though I'm not super hungry usually in the mornings, it helps me kind of just calibrate what my habits are going to be for that day. So that's a very, very long answer to what I would suggest if you have never done anything um, even resembling paleo before. Maybe don't dive headfirst into a Whole30 unless you have a support group or you're really ready to take on the challenge. Um, But maybe just think about slowly implementing those um, changes into your day. (coughs) Apart from my sour gummy worm stress stream, um, things are still going well. I feel like... You know it's kind of flying by, which is great, and it's crazy to think that it's already been almost three weeks, I guess two and a half weeks. Um, yeah, I I have a team building day next Thursday up in Vale, and my whole team knows that I'm on Whole 30, but I'm a little bit worried about it because I know I'll we'll be eating out the whole day, um, so just kind of have to plan ahead with that. But you know, not impossible, and especially not the really great thing about Colorado and the Front Range and Vale and um kind of really the whole state frankly is that most places you go they are now catering to you know they have gluten-free uh, menus or they have you know you can tell your server like hey these are my dietary restrictions and that's like not an unusual thing anymore for people to do <clears throat> and so they'll really work with you like uh, so happened when we went to root down the other night so um shouldn't be too bad it's just kind of getting over like the embarrassment of being that person who's like, um, excuse me, I can't eat dairy or soy or grains or gluten. I don't want to be that person, but I'm going to have to be, um, yeah, not a whole lot else going on right now. Definitely in the groove, definitely feeling good. Um, other than my crazy stress dreams, I'm not really having any, any cravings. So i just trying to make sure I'm getting enough water. Um, my gut does feel like it's been getting better slowly but surely over the last few days. Um, you know, just, I'm trying to notice even small improvements, but in a way it's, it's almost kind of like, you know, when you have a headache and you notice that you have a headache, but then you don't necessarily notice when it's gone. That's kind of how this has been. And so I'm really trying to be more cognizant and aware of, um, you know, the, the, the small improvements that are being made. Um, well, that's it for me for today. I hope you guys are having a great day. Um, you can go listen to episode 204, um, which came out today. It's just, just me and Joy, which is fun to actually like record an episode sitting next to Joy instead of like on my phone in my car wondering what Joy is going to say today. Um, Yeah, so go check that out on iTunes or uh, Stitcher or Google Play and leave us a review. We love reviews. Send us an email, girlsgonewad at gmail.com. Head to our Instagram, girlsgonewad podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. Um, I hope you guys are having a great day and we will check in again soon.
1: Hi, guys. It is Thursday, June 1st. Happy June. Oh man, okay, so I'm on my way to the gym as usual, and today is day 18 of the Whole30. I hope you all are doing well if you're doing it with us, and I'd love to keep hearing how you guys are feeling and what your experience has been like, so keep sending us messages because it helps us. Even though you feel like these are the these voice memos help you, your emails help us, they truly do so thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedules to write us and connect with us. I've been feeling pretty good aside from the fact that I am waking up every morning between 3 and 4 a.m. <sighs> so I've been reading up a little bit on this on some of the Whole30 message boards and the consensus that I can come to terms with or that I've been uh, gathering is that it's cortisol, Or What was the other one? Uh, Blood sugar. uh, One of the two. That digestion does not disrupt your sleep, according to Melissa Hartwig. I was reading some of her comments on there. I don't know if that has since been updated, but that is not my area of expertise. So I'm not even going to begin to talk about that like I know what I'm talking about. But I've been doing just some unofficial Googling. And uh, so it sounds to me like uh, my... Hormones are just kind of going nutty, or I don't know what's going on. But um, so I'm just gonna kind of write it out and see if my body balances a bit. But that's really bizarre to me because I have—I never really have issues sleeping ever. I'm a pretty darn good sleeper. Um, I haven't been drinking caffeine any differently. I drink coffee in the morning, but typically I uh, stop drinking coffee by 11 a.m. Um, and I, I'll have like a Starbucks drink, but I kind of just sip it until like 11. So I don't drink tons and tons of coffee. I don't know. So we'll see. I'm, and of course, like the no alcohol thing, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, kind of like re-regulating my sleep, recalibrating if you have ideas or suggestions, I'd love to hear them. So that's kind of the uh, piece that I've been struggling with. And it's not horrible. It's just kind of annoying. I'm an early riser to begin with, obviously. I do the 5.30 a.m. wad. But to be up an hour before your class starts is kind of annoying, where I'm like, okay, I'm up. What am I going to do? My house is, like, even more clean, because I just get up and putz around for an hour. Ugh. Anyway, so that's that's the big thing on the table for joy right now. Uh everything else has been pretty darn good. I you know, as far as the eating, whole 30 is really not a hard eating plan to follow. Once you know what you can and cannot eat, it's it's easy. You just eat what's on the list and it's not super restrictive. It's just uh like I said, kind of coming into this fairly healthy to begin with. I don't feel like it was a huge change and then of course, coming from macro counting, I had a lot of discipline already hard grained into my habits. Um, so I, (laughs) as much as I joke about Costco, I cannot like stress enough how easy it is for me to just go and buy a crap ton of food in bulk, stock up my fridge and, you know, I kind of do a little meal prepping when I get home from Costco and put everything in baggies and just, I have, it makes it so much easier. That has been a lifesaver for me and I just have to laugh at myself because I feel like I'm a a walking ad for Costco. Um, so maybe a few more Costco visits of uh, recording Costco visits in your future, if you're lucky. <laughs> um, but overall, i'm I'm like, I'm I gotta say, I'm just proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. I'm like patting myself on the back. For doing this and sticking with it um, I didn't really know what to expect coming into it I didn't know if it would be difficult I didn't I have no idea how my body's gonna respond so there's a little bit of hesitation of there's a little bit of fear that you go in going oh my gosh what what, what if I crave and I can't get over the craving or what if I you know, I don't know fill in the blank you just kind of get to this point where you're worried about what is going to happen which is a little ironic cuz don't we do that every day in life like worrying about what might happen. So, um that is surprisingly not an issue. I I don't know. I just I feel really good. There are some days, as you guys have heard some of my struggles with um not tracking and um not weighing and measuring, not weighing myself, not measuring food, etc. Um that you know, it was a year and a half of my life that I've been doing that. So, um, some of you have asked kind of like, how do you switch and just let that go? And I didn't really transition. I just kind of, um, I just stopped, but here's the thing is I've been doing it for so long. It's not like I stopped and just kind of like threw everything out. I have so much knowledge from tracking food, that you just trust, you trust what you've, learned over the past, however long you've been doing it. And you apply that now without actually entering your food into your little app. And so I don't feel like I'm going way off the rails with eating or portion sizes or, um, you know, stuff like that, because I have this ingrained and I really know what is in food, but it's really nice to be able to switch it over to listening to your body a little bit more and just tuning into your um, body signals. I love that when I'm eating food now, I'm picturing my body taking in the food and my, my body recognizing the food as real ingredients and then the signals going off in my body going, oh, we know what this is. We know what to do with this. And now we are going to tell you that you are full Um, because we know what food this is. So I kind of, I really, I really like that. I really like that my body is responding that way because I can actually feel the difference. I can feel my body taking in the food going, oh, we know what this is. And you're, you're already hungry. So stop eating. Um, that has been super surprising. And I know I've mentioned that in the early episodes It took my body no time to adjust to that. I just pulled up to the gym and I will check in with you guys in a little bit. All right, finishing up day seven, (laughs) eighteen. Sorry, you guys. (laughs) That's always going to happen of hole thirty. And I just got a message from one of our listeners that said, "Hey, Joy, about the four a.m. wake up calls." Google Chinese organ calendar, and so I did, and it's pretty fascinating. So what it's basically saying, and you guys probably already know this, but I'm just this is like my unofficial Google but it's like the body clock, why we wake up or feel ill at certain times of day. And this is pretty cool. So the traditional Chinese medicine discovered a body clock that can help us understand the way energy moves through our bodies to restore and activate different organ functions. So I looked up between one and let's see, I think it's between three and 5 a.m. is lung time. So it t- says toxic waste from your lungs becomes loosened between 3 to 5 AM. And when you awaken, this is why you cough sometimes. Which is really interesting because I actually have been really mucousy and like snotty more than usual. Just not, not congested, but just like my nose keeps running. Um, which is related to grief and sadness at the same time. Where I was like, oh my gosh, I need, to, I need to go to my therapist and talk about some deep grief and sadness that I didn't know I had. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding, you guys. Sometimes it's a light suggestion, like, some, like, a, like a horoscope. It's a light suggestion. Don't take it to heart. Um, and then from 5 to 7 a.m., which isn't so much me. Mine's more of like a three to 5 a.m. situation. So it's more of the lungs, but I am just gonna push it over to five to 7 a.m. is um, more to do with large intestines. To get the day off to a good start, give yourself enough time early in the morning to honor the normal elimination function of the large intestine. The morning is the most important time to drink plenty of water and the worst time to have caffeine. Well, shit. (laughs) Damn it. Caffeine is a diuretic and takes water away from your colon to the kidneys and bladder for evacuation. Evacuation. But your body need, needs water in the morning to keep up its repair and maintenance of the large intestine and colon. If you're feeling bad at this time, drink lots of water. Interesting. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read up a little bit more on that. But yeah, it's just, it is something that I've never dealt with before. I've never had to worry about waking up in the middle of the night. And granted, it's like clockwork between 3 and 4, 30 Right now it's being pushed more towards three and four in the morning where I, I just wake up, I wake up and I am up and it's just like, my body is like, ding, we're awake now. Uh, So I'd like to get a handle on that because I'm just tired and I don't want to be tired. Um, I feel like the body clock, you get to a point where you're like, okay, even though I'm waking up early and I feel okay, I feel like not having enough sleep is, is causing just more stress to my body. So how do I get on top of that? I'd love your suggestions. Um, so as far as the weekend goes, I'm going to take good care of myself. I, uh, we have a new episode that dropped today. I don't know if we're going to put this bonus out today, but please check it out and share with your friends and send us some feedback if you have anything going on with the Whole30 that's weird for you or non-scale victories. Um, my non-scale victories is I'm probably pretty surprised that I have had a really easy transition from counting macros for the most part. To doing the Whole30 and this is not something that I'm like stressing about and I'm not getting crazy over and um, it kind of comes and goes in waves where I'm like I freak out for a little bit but I just go back to the mentality that I'm like this is just an experiment and I owe it to my body and I know my body is smart and so that's kind of the mantra I keep going back to. Um, I haven't re-listened to too much of It Starts With Food but I am going to Do probably do that as I do my walks with JT this weekend and just getting that reset, especially to push for the last part. Like we're over the hump of the whole 30 here, which is so weird to say, but it's really kind of cool. And then to kind of push this over to the edge to finish the whole 30 with a bang. And because I trust the process and because I have done it for this long, you know, 18 days I feel like is pretty, pretty cool that I, um, I have confidence now. So as you do it more, you have confidence and you're like, wow, I trust that my body knows what it's doing. And you know what? Our mind can make up some really, really horrible things. Our minds are so complicated and so beautiful, but they are really, they're wired to defend. So what we want to do is make sure that we're tuning into our body's biology and signals and not. Like just be careful of the things, and I'm saying this to myself really, be careful of the things that you're making up in your head and the rules that you're making up in your head. Like too much fat is bad and I'm gonna eat too much, too much fat and I'm gonna gain weight if I let myself go on this whole 30. And it's like, that is in my mind. That is not a fact that is a fear. So just kind of a little insight to what goes on in my brain and the things that I have to talk to and talk myself down from. Um, sorry, a little bit of therapy hat just happened there. But I I just want to encourage everyone to keep it up and really the the, uh, the group of us that's doing it together, I honor you guys for doing this with us because it's just not it's not like a small thing. So thank you for joining us on this and also supporting these little bonus episodes. We know that it's you know, a lot of random talking, but we really, it, it helps us to know that you guys are finding benefit from this. So have a great day. We'll check in soon.